Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's like Ravine, the famed illusionist. He would hypnotize the whole crowd. My dad always told this joke. He goes, oh, yeah. Ravine was uh, performing at the center of the arts. He had the whole room hypnotized. And he said, the next thing I say, you will all do. And he got tripped up, tangled on his mic cord and tripped and went, crap. Took him two weeks to get the smell up. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. Thank you, Producer Clark. That was one of my dad's favorite jokes. No, that was one of my dad's few funny jokes. He had a lot of jokes. But that was a good one. The man they call Ravine. Welcome to Hour 2 of your favorite daytime sports talk show where we cover all sports. We're the Golden Corral of Sports Talk, episode number 1186. And Clark, you give me the go-ahead when you're ready with Mike Wilner from the Deep Left Field podcast. Mike Wilner covers Blue Jays baseball better than anybody else. Again, it's one of those days where you never know what's going to happen on the RP show. That's what makes it so much fun. Um, Trade deadline talk, we've covered a lot of it. And what we kind of got to the bottom of here is... What I think, not saying I'm right, but what I think is if you're a team in the 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, or 10th hold in the NHL, depending on the conference, that's who should be looking at making the moves. I think the ones at the top of their divisions should not, i.e. Jets. They've already made their thing with Sean Monaghan. They made a lot of their moves in the offseason. Still a bun in the oven. Let it cook, man. Don't be adding any ingredients now. That's what I think. And we'll be talking a lot more of that this hour. It, the topics come up of the best and worst trades of all time in NHL history. And, of course, the 99 trade. Thank you to John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm. Who says for sure it's the most controversial trade in NHL history. Not necessarily who won or lost August 9th, 1988. Uh, hey, thank you, Jen, at the Four Seasons. She writes in and says the Jays play on Saturday against the Phillies. Spring training actually begins today. Cactus League games. The first one, Dodgers pod race. They get going this afternoon, 310 Eastern in Peoria. So thank you for chiming in on the baseball. And that's why we have Mike Wilner with us today when he is able to join us. But one thing I also want us to take on this before we talk about the mighty Blue Jays, which you people voted are going to be fourth or fifth this year in the American League East. But there is another very interesting story coming out with regards to MLB and Canada, where we are on national television on Game Plus TV. Netflix announced Wednesday that a new documentary about Major League Baseball's Montreal Expos and their departure from their Canadian home will be coming to their platform. The currently untitled documentary set to explore the setbacks that led to the departure of Canada's first MLB team and how it continues to spark debate 20 years later, according to Netflix. The Expos arrived in Montreal for the 1969 season and played in the city until 2004 before moving to Washington and becoming the Nationals. So Darren being born in 88, he wasn't the biggest Expos fan like a lot of us were, child, children of the 70s and 80s. It was the first team that I ever loved in baseball. The Expos, for sure, 
And I was asking Darren in our audience a year ago, or sorry, an hour ago, what do you remember 20 years ago about the Expos leaving town? We just knew that it wasn't good. They couldn't get a TV deal. I remember watching the games on the score because nobody else wanted Expos broadcasts and Sammy Cosentino was in a closet in Toronto calling Expos games from the Big O. Wasn't even there. They're ahead of their time, as it turns out. But the, net, the setbacks included conflicts between the city of Montreal and owner Jeffrey Loria over the construction of a new stadium, the firing of manager Philippe Alou, and dwindling fan support. Well, the team, I, as I recall near the end, wasn't that good. And we all remember the famed 94 season and the strike when the Expos were on their way to it looked like winning the World Series. And then, whoop, lockout. And uh, that was the end of that. We're asking the audience today, what do you re what do you recall of that time? And what would you name the documentary? My title was Au Revoir, French for Goodbye. But let's start there with Mike Wilner. We got him now from the Deep Left Field podcast. As you probably saw, Mike, before we get to the Jays, uh, Netflix announcing yesterday this documentary is coming out on the Expos leaving in 2004. What do you remember about that time and the Expo's entire tenure in Montreal? Well, about that time specifically, I remember going to a couple of games in Montreal. I can't remember if it was a Jays series. I know earlier I covered it for 680, but I left there in 2001. Um, so it must have been for the radio. I remember Esteban Loaiza pitching and throwing his teammates under the bus after the game, which was horrible. But most of all, I remember that there were about 3,000 people in the stadium, and they sounded like 30. Like, they were loud. They, everyone would grab the chair beside them and start pounding it uh, because it was empty. Um, they made noise. They got excited. And, and uh, I remember thinking, Wow, there are 3,000 people here in this stadium, and they are louder than 15, 18,000 people at the Dome, which is what the crowds that we used to get at home were like. So um, that's, that's the biggest impact that Montreal made on me in its, in its late stages, for sure. The biggest Montreal memory I have, though, obviously, would be uh, in 2019, 2018, uh, in spring training when Vladimir Guerrero Jr. hit that walk-off home run with two out in the ninth to break up the nothing-nothing game. And, and it was just so magical and such an incredible moment. And uh, I did that game with Elliot Price on the radio who had called so many Expos games over the years. And he was in tears when it was done. Um, it, was, it was just, that was, that's my most incredible memory of, of the, the Big O. And the Expos weren't even there. <laughs> I'm eager to watch this documentary. Are you? Yeah, it, it, absolutely. I'm all for any any expo stuff. I you know I love those teams in the '70s. Um, I told the story. I can't remember who a couple of days ago, or I think it was on uh, on my podcast uh, on Deep Left Field uh, last week when we had a mailbag. And somebody asked about my favorite Expo memory. And, and I, I remember that the day I was in grade five, the day I got my braces off, I was 11 years old, was Black Monday. And I remember 
leaving the orthodontist and not wanting to to leave because the game was on but i got on a bus to go home and the driver of a ttc bus had the expos game on uh on the bus so i sat up there and listened with him and i heard that rick monday home run and it was it was just heartbreaking and you know 1994 was just heartbreaking there was so much heartbreaking about the montreal expos but that you can only have your heart broken if you're in love right so um they, they were a really yeah. lovable and exciting team let me see those things give me a smile mike what, what do you want <laughs> to money see? well spent those teeth are straight. They did a great oh, job. Yeah, we got the braces off. Yeah, yeah. they look good. Yeah, my okay, parents, and hey. My money well spent. You didn't come on here expecting probably to talk about all this, but I'll, I'll just ask you this lastly before we turn the page to the Blue Jays. Do you see Major League Baseball returning to Montreal in a permanent full-time capacity? I'd love to. I really would love for that to happen. I don't know. I hope so. I'll say that. I hope so. Uh, I believe that, you know, once the Oakland situation gets sorted out uh, and who knows what the hell is going to happen there yet, I'm not buying for a second still that they're moving permanently to Las Vegas. Vegas doesn't want them. Um, they don't even know where they're going to play next year. Um, so I, I don't know what's going to happen there. I think ultimately a deal winds up being made and the team is sold and they, they stay in Oakland. Um, but once they settle that situation, once they settle Tampa Bay, then they will look to expand. Will they expand to Montreal? I mean, I, ho I hope so. I, I really do. I think that there might be a, they might be a little more interested in going west, maybe to Vegas if Oakland falls through, or to Portland, and maybe to going um, you know, somewhere in either Tennessee or, or North Carolina. But I, I really, really do hope that Montreal's in there. To, uh, to the Blue Jays, our audience is not that optimistic. We had a poll yesterday. Where do you expect them to finish? And the majority voted fourth or fifth in the American League East. Is that, is that apathy reach the people you're talking to? Or is that just our viewers? I don't know if it's apathy. I think, you know, Fangraph says the Blue Jays are going to finish fourth in the AL East. Um, it's, it's difficult to look at this off season and say that they've uh, done what they wanted to do, that they've improved in, in uh, any sort of significant way. But um, very, very rarely does a team with excellent pitching and defense miss the playoffs, one, and not make a decent run, two. The Blue Jays were an anomaly last year when they won 89 games, made the playoffs in the last, spot and went out so quickly in the first round despite leading the league in pitching and defense um and i don't think that's going to happen again the question for me is can they keep the pitching healthy uh if they can they're going to be very very good they really are they're, they're um as frustrating and as disappointing and as awful as last year was we forget that they won 89 games. That's one fewer game than the team that won the World Series. Texas won 90. The Blue Jays didn't win a game in the playoffs, but neither did Baltimore and neither did Tampa Bay. Um, I really believe in the, the internal improvements. I mean, I saw Vladimir Guerrero Jr. this week. He looks incredible. Alec Manoa looks like he's dropped 50 pounds and he's in incredible shape. And he looks like himself. Uh, and he's got... 
his old demeanor about him, which is wonderful. I'm expecting a better season from Dalton Varsho. I think that Justin Turner really, really, really does help this team. I think they were intentional in bringing a guy like Turner over to sort of teach these guys um, how to meet the moment. You know, what stands out incredibly for me about Justin Turner is that he's got a career OPS of eight. I might get this backwards, but I think it's a career regular season OPS of 829. And in the playoffs, it's 830. He is exactly the same guy in the playoffs as he is in the regular season, which speaks volumes. The approach doesn't change. The moment does not ever get too big for him. And that's something that a lot of these Blue Jays uh, could stand to learn, not just in the playoffs, but, you know, how many times last year did we see everybody coming up to the plate in all these 2-1-3-2-1-0 games thinking they've got to be the one to be the hero? Um, Turner's approach, if he can teach them that, would, uh, would help uh, tons, I think. I think this is going to be a really good team this year, but at the same time, I don't think there's any way for them to generate any buzz until they start going out and winning. By the way, way back at the start of this, the term apathy was the wrong term for me. Um, pessimism, maybe, but no, they do care. They just don't expect them to do too well. So just to clarify on that, you're yeah, right. I, it was not the, the proper last thing term. You want is apathy. Yeah. Yeah. When the fans <laughs> are apathy, better than apathy. You're, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hinjin Roo. What's his legacy in Toronto in your mind? I mean, he's the guy who who flipped the switch on the on the team, right? They lost nineteen game, ninety five games in twenty nineteen, um, and we weren't sure what sort of level of rebuild the Blue Jays were looking at. Um, you know, we we were confident because Bobichet and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Kevin Biggio all made their major league debuts in 2019, that this wasn't going to be an Astros or Cubs type rebuild where they were going to be awful for a decade. But, um, but Ryu advanced things forward. He signed, he was, he was the most coveted left-handed starter on the free agent market. The Blue Jays got him. They got him because they were willing to add a fourth year uh, and they got him by giving him the largest free agent contract they had ever given to any player in the history of the franchise. And that showed that they were willing to play with the big boys. And they had not showed that before. Really, really ever, they had not showed that they were willing to play with the big boys. Um, you know, in, in 2015 and 16, most of the acquisitions were by trades. They did give Russ Martin the big contract, but they traded for Josh Donaldson. They traded for... David Price, they traded for Marco Estrada. Um, so, and they developed a lot of their own guys. Bautista and Carnacion, they developed even though they didn't draft them or sign them originally. So this was the first time they showed that they were willing to really spend like they mean it. And I think that opened the door for George Springer, the most coveted free agent on the market to sign here the next year. It opened the door for them to get Kevin Gosman and give him $110 million. It opened the door for them to lock up Jose Barrios to that seven-year deal after they traded for him. Um, and it, it really did show teams that they meant business. And 
Kinjin Ryu was here for four years, and they made the playoffs three times in those four years. The last time the Jays made the playoffs three times in four years was 91, 92, and 93. Um, so I really do think he had a very, very significant impact. Don't forget, he was a Cy Young finalist his first year. I think he finished second in 2020. Um, so I, I think his impact was, was huge. Mike, lastly, can you please tell our audience where they can find deep left field and what you got going on here as we open spring training? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find deep left field wherever you get podcasts, whether you listen on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or you can go to thestar.com and, and find it there. Um, it's, it's everywhere. Podcasts are, are wonderfully um, distributed. So just search Deep Left Field in, in your podcast uh, platform, podcatcher. And I just spent six days uh, in Dunedin, uh, six, six days grinding it out at camp. I came out with 16 interviews that will be played at various points on the podcast over the course of spring training. But today's episode that comes out in an hour or two is, is pretty significant. Uh, Bo Bichette and John Schneider are on the show, and Bo speaks really powerfully about the things that went wrong last year, about his expectations for this year, about what he needs to do, and how he's going to um, take a step forward as a leader. The changes, you know, we, we talk about Vladdy needing to get into shape and Manoa needing to get into shape, and Alejandro Kirk needing to get into shape. Nobody talked about Bo Bichette needing to get into shape, and Bo transformed his body as well over the offseason because he wasn't thrilled about the way his season went getting hurt in August and September. Uh, you'll hear a lot of really, really good, deep, powerful stuff from Bo. And then a 36-minute conversation with the manager, John Schneider, a great one-on-one -on -one about last year, about the year before, about this year, about him his ties to the organization that I think a lot of people aren't aware of. There's nobody uh, with the Blue Jays, nobody who's been in that organization as long as he has. John Schneider was drafted by the Jays in, in 2022. Pete Walker beat him by like six weeks when the Jays picked him up in May of that year, but Walker has left and gone back uh, and come back. But Schneider has incredible ties to this team. He bleeds blue and... Um, and really all, all he's been, I think all the fans see him as a sort of a target for their frustrations. So uh, you'll hear two amazing conversations on Deep Left Field this week, and you'll hear plenty more over the course of the spring. Sounds great. Mike, I always, always enjoy our chats. Thanks for this, brother, and uh, have a, a great time following the Blue Jays. I can't wait till we chat again. Thanks, Rod. And if I could, just for one second, give a little plug to this little studio I'm in here. Uh, yesterday, I was talking to Jordan Romano and Eric Swanson about their spring training uh, obsession with baseball cards. And they told me about this store in, in uh, north of Toronto called Mint Inc. And uh, I popped in here to sort of follow up on the story and talk to the owners. And then it got to this time and he said, hey, come back in our studio and do it. So uh, this is a really cool place. Uh, you can see all the, the, the studio and the cards and uh, the amazing things here. Um, so this is what we got here at, at Mint Inc. in Toronto and thank them for letting me use this studio. Looks grand. Good stuff. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Rod.
Jay's analyst, broadcaster, podcaster, Mike Wilner. We'll be right back in a moment. We're live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. This is it. It all comes down to this rock. The hours in the gym, the weeks away from my family. This is what I've been training for. And all those voices trying to tear me down. I'm here to silence them. We've given everything we have for a chance to get everything we want. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus, with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop. EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. Day seven underway at the Scotties. You can be there. Curling.ca slash tickets down to standing room only there. But there are tickets available for single draws at the Montana's Briar. And the Rod Peterson Show will be there in the Queen City March 1st to the 10th. Broadcasting live from the Brand Center. Would love for you to join us. Curling.ca slash tickets to watch the best men's curlers in the world go after the Canadian Men's Curling Championship. Let's bring the Moose in. And i got to be honest, uh, Moose, thank you for uh, hanging in. I, wonderful chat with Mike Wilner there about Jay's talk, about the Jays. Like, I remember Jock Wilson coming on our show, the peerless Stampeders and Flames broadcaster in Calgary when we were at Century Downs. And he, he sat there like, he's like, ah, it's nice to talk about something different, <laughs> you know, than Flames and Stamps. And it's same here. Nice to talk. We're not going to sit and talk about the Jays ad nauseum for two hours, but to bring in a guy like Mike that kind of knows where it's at, it's just, it's refreshing, you know? It is. And even for, you know, to bring him on and then talk and reflect about the Expos and, you know, what it would be like if they came back and it would be really great. That's fun too, you know? And uh, what a cool setup, you know, him being in the card shop and all the rest. That's kind of cool. Uh, for them to welcome him in there and uh, a lot of fun for him. Yeah, well, we're all trying to carve out our space and a living in this media world for those of us that do what we do. And uh, a couple things come to mind on that. Number one, his studio there where it looks like he's going to be doing deep left field. Um, it reminds me of what we do here with our Panthers and Lightning podcast, Cats and Bolts. And I just noticed people do like the specific specialized podcast. There's room for that. And if you looked at the views of our Cats and Bolts podcast, it's like, people like what we're doing. That's number one. But number two, I think deep down we're all baseball fans, aren't we? And when he brought up the 70s Expos and even the 80s, I'll be honest, this is what people probably might be surprised to know. 
I had as many baseball cards as I had hockey cards, and I used to line them up in the living room on the carpet at the farmhouse, and I would have first, second, third, fourth, pitcher, catcher, outfield, and I would play with marbles, a baseball, you know, <laughs> have my own little games with my baseball cards, and it was the Blue Jays against the Expos, because back then they didn't have interleague, they never played. Um, I loved it, loved it, loved it. And it wasn't until I got into pro football that you just need, I, you don't have time for anything else. So it's nice to, A, talk a bit about it with a guy like Mike Wilner, and number two, do what we do here today, which is just daytime sports talk, the view for sports fans. Allie writes in, I noticed what she was saying, uh, she's in Texas. She was afflicted by the same thing I was today. A lot of U.S. wireless carriers, I don't want to say the name of them, but you got your Verizons, your AT&T, your T-Mobiles. There was no data, no cell service for a lot of us. I didn't have it, and it sounds like Allie didn't this morning either. She says, thanks. Uh, it was like taking a step back in time with no cell service. <laughs> How did we ever do it? LOL. Well, it was 98% peaceful that there was no getting a hold of each other, but 2% chaotic and a bit of a panic. Because as you know, and not as many people do, I've got my recovery clients, and part of the contract with me, mental health and addiction recovery, is I'm available 24-7. So there was guys, and I only deal with guys, male clients only, they couldn't get a hold of me. Panic! <laughs> it's like, maybe yeah. it's a good thing, though. You will be okay. You'll be okay? Yeah, just got to wait until the cell service gets turned back on. You know, so that was part of our, yeah. some of our business does rely on that. But I said to Serena, there's a lot of people going through a lot worse than we are today that sell services down. So, Allie, I'm glad to hear you made it. Okay, you survived. I heard about a kid one time, Darren, that survived five hours without Wi-Fi driving to the lake from their home. What? The lake. I heard about that. Five hours he went, yeah, true story. <laughs> true to he, yeah. What is this, um, a book? How about that? <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, hang on. Bear with me. Oh, here. I need to call up just some information about our sponsor at Key Auto Group. They uh, sponsor our poll every day at the Key Auto Group. They're driven by safety. Experience peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. And uh, the poll question today is, who is the MVP this NHL season? And I'm not sure if we're teaching anybody anything here on this show daily or if we're, you know, spawning jihad in holy wars with these arguments. Because your options are Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, Nathan McKinnon, or Nikita Kucherov. And it's like people are at each other's throats over who should win this thing. And Clark, what are they saying on... YouTube? On Twitter, last I saw was Matthews. Okay. Matthews is leading. Okay. Matthews is, is leading by a long shot. And I'm not sure if that's the Toronto influence of our audience or if there are people that don't cheer for the Leafs that still think Austin Matthews should be the MVP. For me, the Oilers are doing nothing without Connor McDavid. Nothing. Zero. Probably not even in a playoff spot. Whereas the Leafs can still win without Austin Matthews. That's my criteria. And uh, Jay from Winnipeg writes that he says, why aren't goalies considered for MVP? It makes zero sense. 
Guy, from your lips to my ears and God's ears, I agree, but it is the way to, why can't goalies be captains? Although I think now they can, but just, it just, it's just the way that it is. It's just the way that it is. It is. It's the way it is. Um, but they also, they can be MVP. It's happened before. And just to calm the Winnipeg people down, well, not to calm them down, but not to, to get them off our back and put them onto the sports books back, here's the odds. Okay. And Connor Hellebuck is ninth on the list. It's McKinnon, then Kucherov, Matthews, McDavid, Pasternak, Artemi Panarin, Quinn Hughes, Elias Pettersson, and then Connor Hellebuck. And rounding out the top 10, your boy Sam Reinhardt from the Panthers. Isn't that interesting? Well, we'll see. Uh, leading the way right now, Austin Matthews. Um, regarding sports topics, uh, Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and he says, I could talk stamps all day. I'm sure you could, but this is what I say about that. Who wants to talk about their job all day? Like, it's one thing when you're a fan. It's another one. It's your job. You know, it's just. Yeah. And maybe some people do. How many people go home from work at the end of the day and talk all night about their job? You should have seen these teeth that I fixed today. For hours, the dentist is telling his wife. She's like, shut up. I don't, to me, I get tired of it. Any topic. Yeah. You? Yeah, you need a little break once in a while. And sometimes it's nice to leave work at work. Sometimes it's nice to bring it home and have a conversation with the people you spend your life with. But there is a balance, man, because, yeah, you get, you get a lot. You need a break. Well, I just, there are certain teams and franchises where people don't ever give it, get enough. I th it's kind of like what's the number one team in your town. Like here it's Dolphins, Dolphins, Dolphins. I had to stop listening to the radio, the local radio, because it's just too much Dolphins. In Calgary, the Flames talk drove me around the bend. And I'm sure in Toronto, that's what it is with Leafs talk. I'm not sure, but I get the sense that it is. I know in Dallas it is with the Cowboys. It's, it's, it's insane. I just feel like would you not get tired of talking about the same thing all day, every day? Like, and, and the main thing is if you were getting somewhere with it, I got time for that. But I would be sitting, and you were with me at times at, at the sports lounge at Great Eagle Casino, and staff would come up and go, where do you think Gaudreau's going to sign? What do you think is going to happen? They're all picking the wrong. Whoever, who picked Columbus? Nobody. You know what I mean? It's just a waste of time. I'd sit and talk about things that actually matter. You know? Anyways, regarding the cell uh, service being down here in the States for certain carriers, Ali says, I just pulled out the radio, LOL. It actually worked when I turned it on. Oh, I could see that. <sighs> you know... <laughs> Who has a transistor radio anymore? I went to buy one one time at Walmart, and it was the ones you had, you had to crank it up. They're exp in, in the case of Armageddon, we yeah. have radios that don't even need any power. You crank it up, and the radio will work. I didn't even think there were any anymore. I didn't either. I did see one meme, though, the other day, and it, and it said, Netflix and Hulu have one more price increase before I start dusting off my DVD player again. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. <laughs>
Uh, Randy from Winnipeg writes in. He says, I just watched the show. If all the computers in the world shut down for good at the same time, the world would be in chaos. Guy, our cell phones didn't work this morning and there was almost a riot. If the computers shut down, we w we it would be over. Wouldn't be able to spend any money. Wouldn't be able to buy any gas. It would be insane. Hey, Moose, I think you're done. We got Tyler Hall coming in next. Great show, man. Appreciate you. You bet. Great show. Have a great day. We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television all across Canada and in 70,000 homes in Saskatchewan. Also on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed, has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You could throw the perfect rock and still miss, but it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless, or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain? It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. Now, I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at AOL.com. It's never too late. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, everybody. As we sit here right now, at this very moment, we're just over 24 hours away from uh, your deadline to buy Telemiracle 50-50 tickets. And by the way, the raffle proceeds will stay in Saskatchewan and will be part of Telemiracle 48, supporting the great work of the Kinsman Foundation. So if you haven't got yours yet, you can get yours now at Telemiracle5050.com. You only got to be 18 or over and in the province of SAS to buy yours. You know Tyler Hall has. Taylor joins, uh, Tyler joins us from Telemiracle 48. Tyler, welcome to the RP show. I know that we're getting down to the nitty grit, but as Brad Johnner told yeah. us when he was on months ago, it's a very busy week, all week for Telemiracle and the Kinsman people. Tell us about that. Yeah, it is. We're ramping up. I'm actually doing tours right now with Brad and Lisa Franks, and we're in Moose Jaw right now doing some PR and corporate tours and seeing where the money that we raise goes to and thanking the people that raise the money for corporate donations and the show starts in a couple of days. So getting pretty excited. Yeah. Well, by the way, well, thanks for fitting us in Tyler. Cause that sounds like a busy day and the people you're with are good friends of mine. So please say, Hey, for me, what have you, what have you seen this week? Is this a tour that you've done before? Like I think people kind of need to know or would like to know, where the money goes when they support Telemiracle. Yeah, we've been doing these PR tours for a couple of days now. And yeah, all the money raised from our Telemiracle, that are telethon, stays right here in Saskatchewan. 
So the money we raise goes to people in need for medical travel to go cancer treatments or surgery that's out of province. Or we also do funding for wheelchairs, scooters, van conversions, lifts for your house. So everything. People in need. And right, it's helping. Yeah, it's all people right yeah. in Saskatchewan. Helping Saskatchewan residents with their quality of life. How long have you been involved and why did you get involved, Tyler? Yes, I've been involved for 15 years. And uh, my parents were heavily involved in Kinsman Telemerkle. And my dad was actually chair of Telemerkle 32. So I'm just taking on following his legacy and of being a Telemerkle supporter and being a chair. So. We've had uh, people actually that were benefactors or beneficiaries of Telemiracle watching this show right in and actually say thank you for supporting the charity. And they said they'd like to be in a position one day to give back. Uh, can you talk about that? What, what, what's the reaction been from the folks that you've met that have been on the receiving end of these funds? Yeah, I sat on the board before this role on the foundation committee that gives out the money to all the people in need. And it's so rewarding to talk to them and hear their life story and, and grant them that wish that'll change their life. Like whether it's a wheelchair or a lift or something, just give them their independence back and, and give them life again. So, and then like, the even if it's like a child, like yeah, in ahead, need sorry. that go needs ahead. to go to the hospital. Like, yeah, if there's a child that needs to go to the hospital and sometimes it's emergency, like you have to go right now and we can do a emergency funding to help out with that too. Like you just put in your application and we'll fund it right away if you need that money. As the chair, I think you can answer this question. How much has the addition of the 50-50 helped the bottom line of Telemiracle? Yeah, it sure helped as of right now. I just checked like an hour ago and it's $140,000 a pot right now. So you get half of that. And yeah, every dollar helps. That'll buy the whole van conversion kind of thing for somebody in need. So hopefully that pot keeps on growing for the next, uh, yeah, we draw in about over, just over 24 hours. So I can't get a ticket since I'm the chair, but everybody else can. So. Yeah, if, if, if anybody hasn't, telemiracle5050.com is your chance to get yours. Again, the rules, you got to be 18 or over and in the province of Saskatchewan to do it. And lastly, since you've been involved with Telemiracle for so long, Tyler, what is your secret to staying up for the entire telethon? A lot of people try it. Not everybody can do it. What's your secret? Sometimes, sometimes it's a lot of coffee and just the high of being there with everybody and just the atmosphere is just overwhelming. So. Just keeps you going. All right. Well, enjoy your time in Moose Jaw. Say hi to my friends, please, Tyler. And uh, thanks for being part of this with us. We really appreciate it. Have a great weekend and good luck. Yeah, thank you very much. Tyler Hall of Telemiracle 48. And I'll say it one more time. All proceeds are going to Telemiracle 48 supporting Saskatchewan's charity.
Visit Telemiracle.com to learn how the Kinsman Foundation is helping people every day in Saskatchewan to improve their independence and quality of life. You're down to uh, about 24 hours left to be able to buy your tickets, and then the big telethon goes this weekend. We'll be right back with overtime after this. We are live on Game Plus Television, Key Radio, all the streams, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Everything I've worked for, everything I've sacrificed has led to this. It's out of your hands now. All the gold medals in the world can't help you now. You can throw the perfect rock and still miss. But it just takes one. You leave it all out there on the ice to leave behind a legacy. You got something to say? You want to add to the show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Hey, yes, we're back. And we are live on Game Plus TV. We got a lot of messages to get to here. And they pretty much all have to do with the wonderful sport of hockey. And Overtime is brought to you by our friends at Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary. I'm ringing the bell because our... COO Joe Gunnis told me today we've renewed our deal, guys, with overtime hockey lanes. They love what we're doing, and we love what they're doing. Where skill and fun collide in Calgary, I would suggest that it is, uh, it is the hockey capital of Canada. For sure, Western Canada. Torontonians will take issue and say Toronto is, but for sure, Calgary is the hockey capital of Western Canada. And overtime hockey lanes is right there, 28th Street Northeast. Where skill and fun collide, head on down there and tell them Rod sent you. So, from my Twitter, Jeff writes in, Jeff Hoynes, and he says, Good day. There will be 200 farmers from Saskatchewan in Tampa Bay for the game tonight. Any chance you are attending? And I had to say, No, I'm three and a half hours away near. Sunrise, Florida, specifically in Boca Raton, Florida. If I'd known, I still probably wouldn't have gone. But this is the first invite that I've had for it. My guess is it's because that's the Mosaic Potash headquarters. I don't know. Their headquarters are there. Is that why you're there, the farmers? Come on down to Sunrise, and I'll see you here. Uh, And then there's this. Well, hey, I could tell you a story about having 60 farmers in a strip club in Tampa Bay. Oh, no. Story for another time. Troy writes in. Troy writes in. But hang on. You remember my good friend Derek Myers, the MLA, famed sportscaster, model? His lovely gal Lori was with us that night in the strip club. It's called the Dollhouse, if you must know. And she said, uh, how come all these farmers look the same? All these guys from Saskatchewan look the same. I said, what's that supposed to mean? She goes, well, <laughs> they all got ball caps and sunglasses on top plaid shirts and board shorts. I'm like, well, dang, now that they do. Troy and Swift Current writes in on the Sober Carpenter text line, 902-518-3033, and he says, hey, Rod, just wondering if you had mentioned the Swift Current Broncos cracking the CHL top 10. Geeky has been on a heater. Signed, 
forever banging your booth in the Civic Center. Troy. Well, that's another story. So, no, we didn't mention the Broncos being in the top ten. But consider the fact that you did, us mentioning it. And that was a, in Swift Current for years and years and years. They used to beat like this on my broadcast booth. And finally, one night I had enough. And the police ended up being involved over a string of consecutive nights, actually. And I'm not, not going to get into that story. Mitchell Blair, Mitchell Scruffy Blair says, when I write a book, it'll be the size of the New York City phone book. As my mom said, you cut quite a swath, Rodney. John in Rosetown writes in and says, the Saskatoon Blades are red hot. Top team in the CHL. Go Blades. Maybe they should be sponsored by Frank's Red Hot. Bob writes in from Saskatoon. <laughs> he says, Bob from Saskatoon. He goes, a question for Darren. How can a member of Canada's Scottish Championship be deemed ineligible? And now Toronto papers are asking the question. Darren would not have the, I don't think Darren would have the answer for why a member of Jennifer Jones' team would be deemed ineligible. I don't think he would have that. Curling Canada, who sponsors this show, by the way, doesn't want you to know, or at least not yet. I don't feel like it's anything really nefarious, but it's not something I feel like getting into right now. Kirk is in Saskatoon. Holy smokes, what happened in Saskatoon today? I feel like we're the number one daytime sports talk show on the air on television in Saskatoon today. Kirk says a couple of things. He says the Oilers need a top six winger to play on the second line with Dreisaitl. I'm not saying you're wrong. Remember what they did with Evander Kane a couple of years ago and they got him as a freebie. That seemed to work out okay. But I don't hear a lot of complaining about Ken Holland lately, the job that he's done. Fair? Fair. And Kirk goes on to say the Eric Lindros trade to Philadelphia set up Quebec, Colorado for their Stanley Cup runs. It sure did. And maybe next week as we get closer to the NHL trade deadline, we can examine some of the best trades. Let's remember, but these are all summer trades. There's a very big difference between summer trades and trade deadline trades or trades leading up to the deadline. Gretzky was not a trade deadline trade. The Lindros trade was not a trade deadline trade. There is a difference. It's almost like these trades that are being made right now are <laughs> being made and the GMs have a gun to their head. That's the sense that I get. It's different than in the 80s or 90s in the case or the summer, the off-season trades. Two different types. 902-518-3033. Sports update. Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs carry a five-game win streak into tonight's road match with the Vegas Golden Knights. Leafs coming off a 6-3 win in Arizona last night. Golden Knights have lost three straight at home. Meanwhile, the suddenly struggling Vancouver Canucks look to snap a three-game losing streak as they visit the Seattle Kraken. Despite the recent losses, Vancouver still leads the NHL with 80 points. Also tonight, Ottawa's home to Dallas, Montreal's in Pittsburgh, and Calgary hosts Boston. And as we heard, 200 farmers will be in Tampa Bay where the Washington Capitals come to town. Saskatchewan farmers, no less. The Toronto Raptors host the Brooklyn Nets in their first game back from the NBA All-Star break. The Raptors, who have lost three in a row, sit 12th in the East. They received a pep talk from UFC legend George St. Pierre yesterday. How about that?
How about that? Sports update brought to you. <laughs> Let's see if it works. Sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Anyone but you. The Valentine Encore starring Alexandra Ship and Glenn Powell. Don't miss the all-new bonus content as well. Anyone but you in Landmark Cinemas now. And brought to you by Common Crown Brewing. When we talk hockey, it's brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company. Turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. I had occasion the other night. It's not out of line that the guy would ask if I was going to be in Tampa Bay tonight because I was there on the weekend. I was chatting with a longtime member of the Dallas Stars staff. And interestingly enough, I told him that on TSN they said the best trade ever was a Ginla for Neuendijk. The Stars got the immediate help of Joe Neuendijk in that deal, which they went on to win a Stanley Cup in 99. And the Flames got a franchise grade in Jerome Ginla. Trade works out for both. And as what that guy told me, and Craig Button could probably corroborate, is they almost got shipped Todd Harvey instead. Because the Flames almost went for Todd Harvey. But in the end, it was Jerome Ginla that went to the Flames. And he goes, can you imagine if we kept a Ginla and got Neuendijk? But everything happens for a reason. Uh... <laughs> Gary in Penticton, B.C. writes in. He says, thank you for spelling my name on air. Gary with two R's, the proper way. Gary with one R is not. Pointing question, have you ever seen Barry or Larry spelled with one R? I rest my case. P.S. Great show. Uh, well, one thing that I've learned, Gary, and you might want to think about it, and this is, you know, countless money spent on advisors and coaches here in South Florida. There's more than one way to do things. Hot damn! Hot damn! I know, I know, right? I'm a... What? I just learned this. Spicy! There's more than one way to do things. My dad might have benefited from uh, this uh, coaching that I'm getting down here. So how about you spell it however the hell you want? How about that? I hope that's not keeping you up at night at Gary with two R's. Ah, uh, what else do we have here? Oh, uh, hey, what's up on Football Friday? Are you able to talk to me, Clark? What's up on Football Friday tomorrow? Barker? Jock Wilson, how about that? Have you been reading my diary, Clark? I was wanting to get Jock Wilson on here. He's a good guy. He used to hate me, now he likes me. I'd like to know what changed. Ryan in Saratoga, New York says, have a great Thursday, Rod Squad. Enjoy whichever sports you watch tonight. Nets at Raptors, as we said. Spring training baseball opens with the Dodgers playing the pod squad in Peoria, Arizona. 11 in the NHL. Enjoy it. Be safe. We'll see you back here tomorrow, noon Eastern, on Game Plus and Key Radio. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.